Welcome to the Smut Hive, where each week we review a dark romance book, drink some high noons, laugh our asses off, and rant about all of the hot smutty sex. There will be spoilers, so if you want to read it first, close now and come back later. We also want to duly note this is an explicit podcast where we will be talking about all the taboo topics we read, including explicit sex of all varieties, subject matter that could be sensitive to some, and filthy language. We are your hosts, Jillian and Morgan. Are you ready? Yes. Episode four. Here we are. Welcome back. We are reviewing J.T. Gessinger. Gessinger? Gessinger? I don't know. Uh, Beautifully Cruel. This is a... I guess it's kind of like a series, but one book is like one couple. Right. Um, we are doing the first book. Uh, so just the beautifully cruel. It was a it was a good one. It was. It uh Kindle Unlimited, I yes. believe. Yep. Um, and really good audiobooks. I think it has it has like very unique. Well, I guess it's not really unique because I have had it before, but you know, you normally get like, it is again, written in chapters where you've got your female character's point of view, and then you go into the male character's point of view. My favorite, And by the you way. get the two different voices in the audio, as opposed to just like the female narrator, you know, dropping her voice low to be like a guy. So um, Irish, so there's mm. an Irish accent. I don't do audio, but this makes me kind of want to do audio. Oh, yeah. Like for my first book yeah it's really good so i think i might yeah. because it's good enough to read again this is our second time each reading this book yeah so i'd be down yeah it's a really good book you guys also i do love an irish accent oh, it's, so so. Good. <laughs> it's so good so yummy mm-hmm. all right so straight in we meet true v sullivan also known as True throughout the book. And she is a waitress and kind of like a rundown diner in Boston. Mm -hmm. She works with, I don't know, you're introduced to a couple waitresses. They're not, they're friends. They're friends. They're sassy. They add a cute little extra to the story. But she's essentially in this diner and... She's a law student. Yeah, she's a law student going to school to be a criminal defense lawyer. Mm -hmm. So she's very smart. And this guy keeps coming in. He's been coming in for, what is it, like a year, Mm -hmm. a little short of a year. They call him the big bad wolf. Yes. Intro. Immediately, I'm like, my interest was piqued. Yeah. Yeah, they just describe, you know tall dark yeah handsome impeccably dressed he he comes in he orders coffee he only sits in true section like no mm-hmm. other waitress has been able to wait on him um and he'll be he'll come in like a couple days in a row and then like she won't see him again for like a month he just shows up right. whenever he decides to and he never talks to her besides ordering coffee right. he just stares, at, stares her. at her and i think too you kind of get the sense that he is impeccably dressed so you he's wealth like she looks at him and thinks wealth but then she also when she goes in on the details he's got like tattoos on his 
hands and his knuckles and on his neck. So she knows that he is wealthy, but also there's like something like dark and dangerous about him. But she is, he's like an enigma to her. Like she wants to know more. Yeah. Well, and I think what's really great about this character of True is that you kind of relate to her right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Like she is just, she'll tell you I'm average age. I'm average looks. There's nothing special about me. I come from like a Southern crazy family. Yeah. And I've come here because I followed a stupid boy here to go to college and he fucked around on me. And ever since then, I've devoted myself to school and I work this job at this diner and I have these kind of side friends. But there's nothing exciting that's happening, you know, in my pants. There's nothing going on for me besides my vibrator. And so this smoldering amazing looking man who's like yes impeccably dressed but also bad like bad boy and the way that he stares at her and so they have called him the big bad wolf yeah well finally one day he actually talks to her yep and this is kind of where the whole book just takes off on you yes uh i in this conversation here's my thing with these books we read i feel like in real life I'm a red flag central. I know you are not. I think I everybody not. that listens to this <laughs> podcast knows that I'm red flag central and Jillian is not. Not at all. But while I'm reading this book, I like, there's a red flag, but I'm like, I don't care about this red flag. And this is, I think, one of the first books that I have thrown the red flags. I've become Jillian, I think. Oh, yeah, with this book. With this book. I don't, there's something about him his name is liam black Mm -hmm. there's something about him that just makes you forget all of the bad things that you think he is but true is very i don't know she doesn't take his shit like she's very she's not intimidated right she's not intimidated she doesn't take his shit she's like I'm aware that you're something something that's probably not good for me. I'm going to let you know I'm aware. So like, I'm not going to take your shit, but like also I definitely like need you to get in my pants. Yeah. I want to see what you're going to throw down. Right. And then I'm thinking about really seriously about picking it up. Yeah. So, but she's great. She really is great because when they do finally have like their very first conversation, you can tell kind of what he's going for. Yeah. He does not want to be there. He is there against his will because he cannot get her yes. out of his head. And that's why he's continued to visit this place all these years. But he can't talk to her because he can't drag her into his world. And she is just kind of this reward he gives himself right. once in a while. Yep. But now they've spoken and he's warning her off pretty quick like you know i'm not the type of person you want to know but at the same time then he wants to know something about her right and almost tries to use that you know magnetism of being like an alpha and trying to not really ask her a question but demand that she answer it and she's just like listen you you need to understand a little something but she does too i think she is a little bit nervous because you'll find in the book uh when she is nervous she starts like she can't shut up. Like she says all of these like random crazy things. And he just is, I think like magnetized by that yeah. because she isn't afraid. So she just starts spewing all of these random things about herself. And he's like, 
he needs to know more. But he's mad at himself that he wants to know more because he knows that it's not a good idea. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I think that she walks away from their very first conversation, like, more confused, but also more intrigued than she ever has with all of these months of him just staring at her. Yes. And it's not very long after that that he comes back again. Yes. And, you know, yet there's another conversation in where she thinks that that conversation, you know, might be heading towards him asking her out. He just kind of gets up and leaves. Like, it was nice to meet you. Like, we had a great two conversations. We have all these things in common. And, yep, there is something here. But, nope. And out he goes. Right. Um, But this is so at the diner. So she's finishing out her shift then at the diner, just like, again, confused. But like, also, I'm not going to make this motherfucker like ask me out. Like, I've already kind of let him know, like, I'm not going to be a fuck toy. Yeah. Um, So if you want to date me, I'm down for that. But you're going to treat me respectfully because that's the type of woman that I am. Yes. And, you know, so she's very confused about their conversation and is a little kind of heart hurt um, and just goes along with the rest of her shift. Um, So she takes out the garbage. She gets attacked. Yeah. Like, it's bad. Like, she, I think there's three men. Yeah, she's, like, brutally attacked. Yeah, they're brutally attacking her and pretty much right about to rape her when she gets saved. And so then you don't wake up. She wakes up in the hospital. Yes. And there's Liam Black. Liam Black. He's the one that saved her. Yeah. She also remembers that at least one of those three fuckers are dead. Right. Like, she remembers seeing him, like. Crack a neck. Yes. Yeah. So she's supposed to be scared, but she's on pain meds. Right. And this is some of the funniest shit <laughs> yeah. in the entire book. Because if you thought she rambled and was kind of crazy oh, with her random fucking facts beforehand when she was nervous, yes. add being on painkillers right. with like having a near-death traumatic yep. experience just happened to her. She's I I think that she you know do you know that phrase? What is that phrase? sober man's words or no drunk man's words or a sober man's thoughts okay no drunk man's words or a sober man's thoughts that's it I don't know, you that whatever time. you say things that you mean yeah that you can't say sober because right. being high or drunk like it now. gives you an excuse to like yeah. say things that you really are thinking and she takes this full force oh yeah and she tells him, like, yeah. you're going to give me a pass because I'm about to say some weird right. shit. Yep. And she was like, so let me understand. Are you Batman? Right. And he's like, what? Yep. She's like, well, I know you saved me. So yeah. you didn't have to because you technically walked away from me. Right. So I know you want me Woofy. And he's like, yeah. Woofy? And she's like, yeah, that's what we call you. Yeah. But now I'm going to call you Batman. Yes. And it was a, I feel like it was a cute little start to their relationship. Yeah. Because she starts seeing him, like, smile with, like, the first for the first time because he has never smiled before he's right. always dark dangerous brought what broody whatever yeah. and so she is really i think getting under his skin in a good way also she's realizing there's something off about him because there are cops at the hospital mm-hmm. and when they walk into her room to take her statement and they see him they react like oh shit hey, Liam, and, like, they know him, but they're terrified of him, and everything seems to go away. So I think while she is high and saying some really fucking crazy things, also she's seeing and noticing shit's not right here. That he's got power yeah. over the police. Yes. And even the doctors. Yes. When they come into the room. Yeah, because the yeah. doctor, like, almost shits his pants. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so she knows. 
she knows, but mm-hmm. she's not going to think about all that no. right now because she's still mesmerized by him. And she keeps telling him, like, you're beautiful yeah. and you're pretty and, you know, all these type of things or whatever. And he's just like, you need to calm down. You yep. need to be quiet. Yes, I saved you. But when I check you out of this hospital, like, that's like, it. we're done. Yep. I don't, I'm not going to come in the diner anymore. We're never going to talk again. And she was like, okay, if you say so. Right. And so, yeah. So she does fall asleep. She wakes up. He's still there more talking mm-hmm. she gets discharged he doesn't just put her no, in a car he takes her, her home he takes her home um and then proceeds to go into her apartment and into her bedroom it's like he can't stop himself right there's just something about her that he can't let go yeah and she's still kind of hopped up on payments oh, yeah. and you know he's leading her around her apartment he had even had groceries sent yeah. to her apartment picked up her pain meds when mm-hmm. they checked out of the hospital. He's putting her in her bed, like all these things. And she's still trying to talk to him and figure him out because she's still bubbly and high and yes. he's just brooding. Well, oh, his, his, so action, his actions are speaking louder than his words, right? He's like doing all of the things that you would do with somebody that you care about, care about and have feelings about, but he's speaking as if, this is nothing like I don't do relationships. We will, this is it. Like I'm done. Yeah. So. And she thinks it is like yeah. he, you know, he huffs, puffs his chest and says, yep, I got to go like, bye. And she's like, all right then. And she goes and takes a shower. But when she comes back out, he's still there. Right. And so it's kind of cute because in this scene, she's the one that's kind of talking him into snuggling and cuddling yes. with her until she falls asleep. And he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to touch her. He doesn't want to come anywhere near her. Like, right. the fact that he's still in the room is because is, is enough for him to be like, I'm such an idiot. I've right. got to fucking go. And then she's like, nope, I want more. Yeah. I want you, like, oh, are you really going to lay down here next to me in your suit coat? Or are you going to yeah. take it off? And then she's like, oh, my God, please take off your pants. And he won't. No. And But he does snuggle her and cuddle her and all these type of things. And, like, she's moving around. And he's like, you need to just like, sit the fuck right. still. <laughs> Fucking stop. Because he doesn't, he, for, I feel like how it's, like, de- described in the book is they're spooning. But, like his crotch is like pulled back. So like, it's not touching her because he's afraid that he is going to give in essentially and fuck her. He wants to, but he still is like against the idea. Yeah. But you know, it's great. Yeah. It's great. Cause they say a a lot of nice things to each other. You learn kind of his gruffiness or whatever. She sees right through it. He sees right through her trying to be all big and strong they get what they needed out of that moment without it actually being sexual. Right. So it was very cute. And you're like, yeah, I can see this yes. relationship actually being something more than your standard, you know, Hey, I right. saved you from whatever. Yeah. So, but she does wake up and he is gone. Yeah. Uh, in the book, after he leaves, he has a conversation with his second in command slash driver slash friend, whatever. And he's Declan. essentially Declan. And he's essentially like, what are you doing? And Liam is like, I don't know. I can't stop. And Declan is like, this is a huge mistake. Like you can't be doing this. So he does go away for a little while, Mm -hmm. but in true nature, he comes back with a proposition. With a proposition. Yeah. He told her or tells her. Yes. 
basically he wants the girlfriend experience with her for 28 days. 28 like days. he's between some kind of trip for right. work is all he explains to her. And she's not asked him about work because she doesn't really, I think want to say the words out loud. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're not like just a normal businessman. Right. So, but he was just like, this is, this is what I want. Like, I want you to move in with me. I know you're studying for the bar exam. That's in like, you know, a month or whatever. And she's like, how the fuck do you know that? And he's like, nope, don't ask that. Don't because ask. You don't want to know. I'm not going to tell you. And she's like, well, that's not helping. And he, I'm, I want to fuck you. I want to fuck you. I want to have you in every way. I want you to stay with me. And then at the end of those 28 days, I'm gone. And so are you. And we will never speak again. And I mean it. Like, I absolutely fucking yep. mean it. And she's just like, I need to think about it. And he's like, nope, you shouldn't think about it. She's like, but I'm going to. Like, I'm not an idiot. My mama didn't raise no fool. Right. And I, as it reads too, it's like he thinks she's going to say yes off the bat. Like, he doesn't think she needs to think about it. He's like, she's going to say yes. Well, and I think at this point he's touching her. Yeah. Like, you know, he's touching her. She's kind of under his spell. He knows what he looks like. So he knows how women react to him. Right. And she's like, yeah, I'm all of it. Like the googly star eyes are really fucking happening and I'm touching your chest and it's amazing. Right. But I'm also not going to make a rash decision. Right. And she couldn't do that. I could not. This is where Uh, the whole red flag situation. See, now, while I am anti-red flag in this book, I feel like I would as well be like, hold on a minute. I have some questions. I have zero (laughs) question like can we negotiate like what's happening here and that's what she does right initial she thinks about it and at the end of the day she's like no i'm yeah i'm not doing it it was just a day yeah like they part that evening the next day he calls her and she was like sorry and he's shocked yeah but she's like no i it's not a good idea like i'm gonna catch feelings i know it and just it's a no-go for me yeah this is just a situation i can't right do at this point in my life right now while i would have had questions i feel like me personally i would have been like okay 28 days of hot animal sex Done. yes like count me in i'm here for it so i don't think i would have said no but she did say no and a little piece of me was like get a girl yeah right yeah I mean, and she was very honest with mm-hmm. him about it. And she was like, I would love nothing more than to do all the things right. that you want to do to me. And I want to do them right back to you. Yeah. But I know myself well enough to know that I would not want to leave after 28 days. Yeah. And if you would, that would hurt me. And why would I set myself up right. for that? Like, I'd rather you just kind of be this superhero in my mind and go along our way. Right. And I hope you have a great life. Yeah. And so she was fantastic. The writing on this yes. for this female character was fantastic. Cause I was not annoyed with not her at once. all. She was making decisions. I was like, really? Yeah. Damn girl. Yes. Yeah. I would have been like, no, I mean, yes. I mean, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it would not have taken. Yeah. She was. And we all know I am mostly always annoyed with the women, but not in this book. Yeah. I was not at all. Trump not for one second. Yeah. And on top of her being able to be very honest um, about her feelings and be very honest about her body and like what she wanted. And, but she never changed herself as no, a person. Like, I think yeah. she generally was a good person. Yeah. She was a good daughter. She was a good friend. Yeah. 
um, a good coworker, and she had a great sense of humor about yeah. her. They played her little country charm in Boston yeah. very well, and she wouldn't take any of his shit. No. She doesn't care if you are the Pope right. or if you are the you know a, a poor person that yeah. just you know needs a quarter or whatever. Yeah. Like she just didn't care, and I loved that about her. And she never changed. No, she never lost herself. She kept to her guns. Which and although I, she was sad that, yeah. like, she knew she wasn't going to speak to him anymore, she went along with yeah. her school. I think a couple weeks passed. Yeah. She graduated. She graduates. Her friends throw her a party at yep. a restaurant because her family couldn't come yep. for her graduation from college. So all she has left to do now is study for the bar, but her friends have a party for her yes. at a restaurant. Come to find out, somebody shows up at this here party and owns this here restaurant. Right. Now... Previous to this, we have met um, the cook at the diner. His name is Diego. I did not like the part of this book. This is, I did not like this character. I did not like what he brought to the book. He yeah. just annoyed me. Like, I immediately, like, wanted Liam to, like, kill him off. Yeah. I was annoyed. I feel like he, we were introduced to him as just a co-worker of yeah. Cruz that helped give her a hard time about right. stuff. And it was just a friend and he might've been a little flirty, but she thought he was kind of right. flirty with everybody. And that was just it. But then all of a sudden, as soon as Diego sees Liam, yes, at this restaurant. he flips his shit and yeah. starts to try to control Truby and or True and just yeah. be like, listen, we got to get the fuck out of here. Don't talk to him. Don't speak yeah. to him. Let's go. And she was like, you need to hold up. Yeah. Like, Slow down. Off. This is my friend Liam. Like, right. what the fuck? And then also looking at Liam, like, what the fuck are you doing here? Right. And he's pretty much just letting her know, like... I've decided I'm not, you know, I'm not done. Like, yeah. you're going to come with me and you're going to come with me now. And she was like, to do what? Where am I going? And he was like, to my bed. But she goes. Yes. Yeah. I will say too, one of the, one of the things I loved about the, the restaurant scene was, so he grabs true Diego does to leave. Right. And she's like, what is your deal? And he's like, you don't know him. Like he's the, yeah. he's the head of the mafia. Like he's, we need to leave right now. And then Liam like comes in and he's just like calm, cool, casual. And he's like, to be clear, I am the mafia. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit. Okay, yeah. here we go. And of course she's not intimidated. She's just like, really cool. What the fuck are you doing here? Right. I loved that portion of that particular chapter. Yeah. But well, also Diego's still spinning nails God. and she's telling Liam, like, don't hurt my friends, but also they need to get her out of there. Right. And Diego to calm the fuck right. down. I was so annoyed. He by was him. so annoyed. Oh, but maybe that's yeah. the point. I don't know. Maybe that was the point of that particular character. If it was, it worked because yeah. I immediately was just like, why are you going to tell him not to kill him? Like kill him. I'm annoyed. Like I didn't I, really want Diego to jack. I, mean, I just wanted him to shut up. I just wanted him out of the book, perhaps. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, he he takes, ta her. he takes her. She's like, where are we going? And he's like, to my home to my room. Let's go. So she does. They go. Yeah. I mean, I feel like in a way she was like, I'm not going to even waste the time talking myself out of this. Right. Because it's happening. Like, the, the happy graduation present to myself. Right. I'm going to get this D and yeah. it's going to be amazing because I've been thinking about it for a year. Right. All her sex dreams have all been yep. about him before he even spoke to her. I mean, he's been coming into that diner yes. for a year. Now, here's the only part. I wish it would have been like 
three months. I feel like I would have had like a three week cap. Like if you came into this diner and sat here a couple of times in like a three week period of time, I would have thought, okay, maybe you live around the corner or whatever. So that's my way to like speak to you. Yeah. There's no way I would have waited a year. I would have said something. If he wouldn't have said something to me, I would have said something to him. No matter how fucking stupid it was, I would have had a three and a half week max time frame. That's a long, I mean, a year is a long fucking time. I mean, and the sexual tension buildup in this book is insane because at this point, right? So we're about to get into their first, the first sex scene of the book when they have sex for the first time. Mm -hmm. We're on chapter like... 14 or somewhere along that line. So for me, and I think you're possibly the same, like by chapter five, I better have fucking had at least one sex scene by now because then I'm bored and I'm like, okay, where is this going? But this book, this sexual buildup and like the back and forth between them, I didn't even realize how far into the book I was at that point, which really great writing yeah because normally i'm very aware like okay i've been reading this book for a minute where is the sex scene i did not feel like that in this book no at all and when it you do have your sex scene it's fucking amazing wow was uh he is naughty he is not playing around liam is not playing around he's not playing around and he's very fucking naughty and he just kind of right off the bat is like listen like i am all of the bad things yes that you think that I am. And I'm about to show you how bad I am. And it's hot. It's so hot. It was worth it. It was worth the wait to get to it. It was. And he uh, calls her bait. So he doesn't have a nickname for her. Mm -hmm. A a lot of uh, romance books use nicknames. I like them. I know you do. I I'm know you do. I'm a huge fan I know. of nicknames. I love all the classics. Like I love baby. I love princess. I, you know, all of those names. He doesn't, and in this, so he calls her Lass a lot. I don't think it's necessarily a nickname. I think it's just like from Irish, Irish, but he calls her baby only in the bedroom. Yeah. And she notes it. She realizes that like he only uses that phrase when they're fucking. Right. And fuck well does he. Yes. He's also like a, just a teeny tiny bit of sweet, which is enough. Like he'll say things like, like, damn, you're beautiful, or you know, yeah, whatever. But then at the same time, he's, he's like, just like fucking yeah, bend he's over, hiking her right. leg up behind her ear, right. and positioning her like a Lego, right. and getting all up in there. Yeah, like asking her, like, like, are you Jesus. on birth control? And she like goes to answer, and he's like, I don't care. I don't and he care. like just, just yeah, fucks her. yeah, just was like, we're, we're, we'll figure, never mind. Whatever, fuck. it's hot, it's it is so hot. hot. But very quickly after. She's pissed. She's mad. She's mad that they didn't really talk a lot about the, am I going to let you fuck with me with right. the condom thing? I'm not on birth control, yeah. but whatever you Neanderthal. But also you just wrecked my graduation dinner, threatened my friend. You disappeared. You said you were going to stay gone. Thanks for the dick. Right. I'm ready to go. Right. And so she gets up and yeah. she walks into a spare bedroom and she lays down and she doesn't say anything to him. Yeah. So at this point, He's like, what did I get myself into here? Because, like, no one talks to him like this. Right. He doesn't ever have emotions with women. And he's pissed. So he's, I mean, he's like, what the fuck is happening here? He goes to find her. 
and he finds her on the bed. He lays down and he's essentially like, why are you so fucking pissed off? So she lays into him and then they talk about, you know, emotional shit that we're not going to talk about because we do want you guys to read the book, but kind of like where he comes from, why he has scars all over his body, because this is the first time that she's really seen him naked. And so she can tell like he's gone through some shit. Yeah. So they do talk about that. Shocker. They bang again. And it's honestly hotter than the first time. I don't even know how that's even possible, but yeah. And it's kind of pointed out like their first time needed to be explosive. So they needed to be just straight fucking. fucking. Yeah. And then the second time after some, you know, revelations of childhood shit, it was sex. Yep. And then I think she tries to leave or no, I think, she does well. She tries to well. Basically, what is happening now is that she's <laughs> it gets it comes on you really fast, and I was like, yeah. "What the fuck?" So it's like, are they gonna have a relationship now? And then he pretty much just tells her like, "Hey, you know that thing I offered about the twenty eight days? Yeah, that's happening. So I know that you said no, but you're really gonna say yes, and now you're you're gonna you can't leave. Like you're gonna be here for twenty eight. Like days. welcome home. Welcome home. All your shits here. She's right. Like, what? So before. He even picked her up from her own graduation yeah. party. He had already had her shit from her apartment <laughs> moved into his. Red flag, red flag. Also, I don't care. I don't care about this red flag. <laughs> I mean, I would have been like, okay. Right. Um, okay. But she is just taken aback by the fact of, so you mean to tell me physically my body is not leaving this penthouse? And he was like, nope. And she was like, yeah, well, I don't think that that's really like a thing and he's just like he thinks she's adorable and yeah. she's getting mad she, he's laughing red. Yeah. she's taking her shoes off and chucking them at him all of these things yeah they're getting into this huge argument it's so fucking cute i like it it was yeah, yeah. so we're gonna take our break and thank our sponsor of course and then we'll be back and let you know what happens after their explosive argument yeah Welcome back. Oh man, we are, we're in the best fight, the best book fight ever, because he is just telling her, uh, yep, I get all of the reasons why you're mad, but none of them matter because you're still going to spend the next 28 days with me fucking my brains out right. and acting like my girl. And then I'm going to let you go. And she was like, nope, none of no. that's happening. She goes on this tangent. He's like uh, just laughing at her. And I feel like sometimes, again, if this were me, if a man was laughing at me while I'm arguing, it makes me Matter. nuclear. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what happens to her. Like, she's like, what the actual fuck? Yeah. Throwing things at him. Right. All she, this stuff. Yeah. Trying to pack her shit yep. up. She ends up, like, running into the elevator of yeah. the penthouse, and, like, he's talking to her through the elevator. Like, yeah. she's cussing him out. Like, the elevator door's closed. She's trying to get to the ground yeah. floor. She's cussing up a storm, and all of a sudden, the speakers in the elevator come live, and he's like, oh, last. I'm like, are you, are you done? Are you Do done you actually think I'm going to let you go? Yeah. And it opens up the doors yep. for her, but in the garage of the building or whatever and it's his men that are like there she's seen them before and they're just kind of looking at her like yeah you should get back in the elevator and go back up but then Declan yeah kind of shows up and has a conversation with her yes and essentially tells her like you know 
what you've gotten yourself into at this point, you also know you won't be leaving this house. So suck it the fuck up. Get your ass in the elevator and get back up there. Yeah. And so she essentially obviously knows she has to. So she begrudgingly gets back on the elevator this whole time. And I think it flips to his perspective and he's just smirking. Like, that's right. Yeah. Coming back up, you, you know, come back up into my lair. Yeah. And she does. She does. But she was like, you know what? Fine. Yep. I'm captive. Then that's what I am. Then you are not willingly getting my panties. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I will. And she's like, no, 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 absolutely not. Until I'm a free woman. Nope. You're not getting none of this. And she was like, and besides, I have the bar to study for. So I'm busy. I'm busy. I don't have any time for you. Yeah. And she, she holds for a while. For a minute. He's pissed because he's shocked that she's holding. Well, and he keeps fucking with her too, like trying to lure her into it. And she still says no. And I think he tells her something like, okay, well then, you know, I can force you to stay here, but I'm not going to force you to be with me. So whenever you decide you're going to cave, you're going to have to ask me nicely. Right. Let me know. Yeah. So we're on day, was I think day eight. Eight. (laughs) And she, it's a normal morning. She wakes up and he's like, in the kitchen making breakfast like cutting up like i don't know bananas for her oatmeal or something and he's just got sweatpants on and she's just staring at him like why am i doing this to myself because that's a hot piece there and i'm not fucking him and i should be so she just pipes up and is like we're gonna need condoms and he like freezes and he knows like all right So he doesn't say anything. He just like looks at her, finishes doing what he's doing and goes to walk out of the room and he turns over, turns over his shoulder and he says like, you're going to have to ask nicely and like walks away. And I'm laughing. I'm laughing out loud as I'm reading this book and I'm just like, fuck. Yeah. This is really good. This is getting good. Because the way that it's been once again, building back up while she's been trying to keep her knees closed, he's just been his sexy fucking self around her all the time. They eat, they eat dinner together. They They go on dates. They go to bed together, but she, he can't get the goods. So, um, yeah. So he, all day she's stewing, she's stewing, trying to study, but stewing all day long. And then finally he comes home with like a bag and she does as nicely. Yep. He's like, say it. Like, say it. Yeah. So she's like, I don't know. I think she says, like, make love to me. I hate that, like, phrase for some reason in this situation because I want it to be, like, down and dirty. But he's like, all right. So he, like, throws her the bag and whips her over his shoulder and off to the bedroom they go. Yeah. It's hot. It's hot. All the sex in this book is really good and they're long though they're not they're very long this man yes. doesn't know what a quickie is no there's no quickie action with this man it is just like you yeah. said bitch 12 hours. right it's like new <laughs> numerous pages one page better than the next it's very detailed and very precise like yeah. we've talked about this before we're like uh, you could be reading a sex scene and he's in two sentences fucking her against the wall and their eyes are locked or something but then like the next sec- sentence he's like pinning her arms like b- 
behind her back and he's like staring at the back and you're like no you were just <laughs> facing her this it doesn't fit yeah that did not happen in this book no the mechanics are very detailed <laughs> I, I mean i could be there yeah i was there yeah and he's yeah. naughty yeah. He's naughty and he says naughty things. Yep. And she does not close her knees anymore. No. Her time. No. There. So you now go on to kind of a different stage of their relationship. They're still fucking all the time. They're still sharing all the things. Yeah. She's still studying. He's still doing mafia shit. Um, and then I think there was some type of conversation that happened where she was just like, it didn't occur to her how long they still had. And she asked the question, like, how much longer do we have together? And he was like, three days. And I think that she gets a little sad about that, but is trying to hide it from him. Um, and then she gets like a call from her mom yeah. and he's there and she like takes the call. So he's kind of listening in mm -hmm. on her family dynamic. And of course, you know, he's, this Irish brooding mafia guy. And he's talking to this like very Southern lady. Yeah. Who's talking about all the shenanigans, her true father is pulling yeah. and his taxidermy shed yeah. being blown up and all this weird shit. It's hilarious. But there is some things that are said between her and her mother that he, I guess it never occurred to him before to ask or find out, but he gets her story. He gets her sad story. Like she had a brother that was kind of wrongfully accused mm -hmm. or, you know, was punished and shouldn't have been punished and then went to jail and got killed in jail. And it was all because of like this crooked judge in their little fucking town. Yeah. And that's what spurred her in her career. Like why she wanted to be the type of attorney that she wants to be. Yes. So he's learning more about her and learning then that his feelings for her are deeper, yes. but they still only have three days. Right. And she does tell him, I don't want it to end. Yeah. I don't want it to end at all. She also has told him, like, don't let me fall in love with you. Like, I feel like this is going to destroy me. Yeah. And his question instead of like, okay, is, well, could you? Yeah. And she's like, I'm already halfway there. And it destroys him, I think, in the process of that. Because I think he realizes that he also is halfway there. Mm -hmm. But he can't think of a way to keep no. her. No, because, right, when you're in the mafia, at least in the smut mafia world, once you're in, you're in. You don't get out unless you're killed. Uh, so I think he's starting to realize if I want her, I can't do this right. anymore. So she does overhear a conversation that he says like he wants out, but she doesn't know any details of what he's talking about. And we're at three days now. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, there's still, I don't, I think he's still kind of glossing over the fact that she said, I want it to continue. And I think he just robotically he's responding like it can't, it can't. because that's what he's been telling himself yeah. all this time. But they're interrupted by Declan because there has been, you know, some kind of bombing or an attempted bombing or something like that, that should have, if Liam was where he was supposed to be instead of with her, like it would have affected him and they've got the culprit and blah, blah, blah. So Liam does mafia business for a hot minute. Well, come to find out when you switch over to Liam's point of view, it's, it's Diego again. 
Diego feels like True has been kidnapped, which technically she is, but she's a, a, a very willing captive at this, this point. This motherfucker. And I... this motherfucker's blowing up Liam and trying to blow up Liam. And Liam is just thinking that he is so fucking hilarious. Right. And Declan is like, why are we not killing this dude right now? Yes. Um, but he's True's friend. And True asked for Liam not to hurt Diego. Yes. So... But Liam tells Diego, like, listen, I, I appreciate what you're doing. You need to fuck off. But I also, I want you to take care of her. She's going to need it. And then that's it. He goes back into the penthouse, yeah. kisses her senseless, yeah. and then says he has to leave for the night. So she studies and goes to bed and wakes up with Declan in her room telling her it's time to leave. Yeah. Get your shit. You gotta go. Yeah. And she's like, what, what the fuck? I, first of all, where's Liam? Second, I've still have three days. And he's like, none of that matters. Like you were an itch. He scratched it. Like, yep. don't embarrass yourself last. Get your shit, get in the car. And I think he ends up like just putting her in a robe and like picking yep. her up and forcing her in the car. Like she is screaming. She's a hot fucking mess. Yeah. She was like, he would never leave me this way. Yeah. So he leaves her, he takes her home. Leaves her there and then meets up with Liam and Liam's essentially just like, how did it go? And Declan's like, she's a fucking psycho. Like <laughs> she went, she slapped me. Like she had the fucking balls to do so. He's called her something like a mental patient. Yeah. Like, like banshee. banshee. And she went my, you know, nuclear on him. And he said, be, she did it because she loves you. And Liam's like, well, did he, did she tell you that? And he was like, yeah. And then Liam like drops to his knees. I think at this point just like realizes shit is more serious than it should have gotten to at this point. Yeah. And he can't turn back, but I think I think you you see her like she shuts herself in her apartment for a couple days. I think that his goons like show up at her house with all her shit, and she and they they were just gonna leave it on her porch. And in her like grief and mm-hmm. you know her anger, she snaps at them like actual mafia assassin men. And she's yeah. like, "No, motherfuckers! You know you were the ones that got it out of this apartment and put it into Liam's house." Right. You now are going to bring it back and put it where the fuck it goes. <laughs> I didn't do that shit. I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not doing that shit. Love you it. Are. Oh, she was so sassy. Yeah. But she goes through zombie mode. She's a zombie. She loves him. He has no communication with her. His None. phones are disconnected. Yep. Like everything is done. So then she goes back to work. Diego's acting all weird. He kind of lets her know, like, I knew he was leaving you. I knew I tried to blow him up. And she was like, what the fuck, Diego? Yeah. Like, you're such a pain in the Ugh. ass. Fucking Diego. God damn it. Oh, he was so annoying. He was like, he was like a zit that would not yes. go away. And God. You're, like, God, you're horrible. We hated Diego. Um, but she is like tearing into him at her work and she's about to lose her shit. And she sees on the TV that Liam has been arrested for being a mafia man right. by the FBI. So she goes home. And she's freaking out and she goes into her room and she sees Liam. Right. Or what? Whom she thinks is Liam, but it is actually his twin brother that normally people cannot decipher between, but she knows it's not Liam. So she is like, you must be Killian. Well, she knew he had a brother that was still alive, but didn't know. Didn't know it was a twin. It was a twin. Yes. So... 
nobody's been able to tell them apart, no. but even their tattoos are the same and they do that on purpose. Yes. But she knows. She's like, yeah, you're not my Liam. So what the fuck? And Killian's like, I like you. Like, yes. I get it. I like you. And he was like, so by the way, like, I've got this new ID for you and I've got this plane ticket to Argentina and you need to be on the plane last. Just go. Yep. And she does. She just packs up her shit, says goodbye to her roommate, which side note, by the way, the best friend roommate that always makes a story good. There's yeah. one in the story too. Her name is Ellie and she's pretty awesome. She is awesome. Yeah. yeah. And she is very team Liam. She's oh, so he has charmed her. Yeah. Like apparently she's not nice. She's a couch. No. She's constantly fighting with her like piece of shit boyfriend, but she's a good friend and yes. a good roommate. Um, too true. But Liam was able to like wrap her around his finger like instantly. Yeah, he's like, yeah. she's like told him shit that she shouldn't have. Right. Just, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, she makes it, she makes the book fun too. But essentially, you know, she has to say goodbye to her because she's like leaving on a jet plane to uh, Argentina. Yeah. Well, and we know that. So, we know that he's a twin and we know that Killian has showed up to give her this plane ticket. She knows she's going to Liam. But she thinks Liam's on the run. Yes. She was like, I am now agreeing to leave my entire life behind to get on this plane for this man that I am crazy in love right. with, who I know is yeah. crazy in love with me, even though he sent me away. What a dick. Right. But I think he's on the run and my life now is going to be this, but cool. Yeah. So she gets on the plane and she does it. And like, you know, she gets off the plane and taken to a place yep. and it's him. And it's this one Argentina. Yeah. And they're at this great, like, I don't know, manor or mm -hmm. whatever. And he was like, Hey, I love you. I love everything about you. I love right. all of this. And she was like, how long do we have before the feds get here? And he's like, they're not coming. They're not coming. So fast forward, we find out that. Killian is taking over the mob mafia Whatever. world for Liam as Liam. Liam. So he's free and clear. So yeah. they're living their life in Argentina. She comes back to the U S to take her bar test and flies back afterwards he fucks her immediately once her feet enter their manor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they don't use a condom. And they talk at this point about how she's ready and okay to have his babies. So now we're in serious territory. They fuck. It's hot. So hot. Just as hot as it was the first time they fucked. Yep. She wakes up, goes into the kitchen, and there's... A ring box there. Yeah. So she opens it. He's like, I already told you I'm not going to force you into anything, but. Consider yourself forced. Consider yourself forced. Put the fucking ring on. You're end of discussion. Me. Like, that's it. It's very Liam Black. Yeah. And she's like, you're such like an arrogant yeah. asshole. And he was like, yeah, I know. Put the fucking ring right. on. Right. Like, and I don't give a fuck. And great. then the. TV's on and she sees that the judge that was the reason that her brother got murdered in prison has now been arrested and is in prison. And she finds out that Liam, that was like the last thing that he did before he left. So it was a cute, it was like a cute, lovey, hot, sexy ending. 
for their book. Yeah. But you also find out, too, that Killian, as well as Liam, they're not really in the mob. Like, they are. They're they are, running yeah. as Liam Black. But they were from a family that got murdered for, like, political bullshit reasons in yep. uh, Ireland when they were children. And they took it upon themselves to be, like, you know, these deep op cover go in posing as yeah. the snake, cut the head off the snake, more yeah. snakes come out. You do like, you know, yes. you, so he's confirming what we've known all the time. He's a good man. Yes. He's doing shit to solve, yep. you know, the wrongs and the rights and blah, blah, blah. So I didn't even care though. Like no. I was like, Oh, does that make your conscience a little no. clearer? That's great. Like, because I, I was still fucking you and I thought you were the uh, mafia Pope. So yeah, I don't care about that. Not I all. mean, it was, it was a, it was a good rap up on the book it didn't make me feel any less happy yeah or sad about anything but yeah so great. yeah second book is about the brother killian killian we have not read it not yet we may we may not but yeah. you great. definitely should go kindle unlimited get this book you'll like the writing yes the author does a very good job um, as alpha male characters go, he's yep. amazing. But surprisingly enough, we have found one of our favorite female characters, yes. I think. Because yes. True is just a treat yep. from the beginning to the yep. end of the book. I really fucking loved her. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Um, so next week, oh God, next <laughs> week, this is a standalone, I believe. Yes. I also believe it's a Kindle Unlimited. It is fucking dark, guys. So dark. Like, there will be additional trigger warnings for this fucking book, but it is called Sicko. Well, that alone right there. The title, oh. when I first saw it, I was like, Sicko, this is going to be fucked. Yes. So Sicko by Amal Jones. Yeah. It'll be a doozy. It will. <sighs> Guys, get ready for that one. All right. Well, yep. until then, have a great week. Goodbye. So before you get on with your day, be sure to check us out on our social media pages, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok as The Smut Hive, done by yours truly, our IT expert. <laughs> Follow, like, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at smuthive at We would love to hear from you. We better hear from you.